What's up, baseball world? Welcome along to another edition of Jay's Talk with Jay. It's another off day, so I thought let's do an impromptu podcast. And I have another special guest today. I have the man from Jay's in the Six. It's Zach. Zach, how you doing? Hey, Jay. Thanks for having me. I'm doing great. How about you? All good, man. All good. Uh, a lot better now that we've got a win to talk about, that's for sure. Oh, definitely, man. The last, that week stretch was pretty bad. It's been tough. It's been tough. Um, uh, I, I don't know what I was really expecting um, coming up to this week because of what we'd seen from last week. Last week, just see, it just seemed like one drama after another, one loss after another. Nothing seemed to go our way. Um, but this week started off pretty well. Like, um, split series with Boston, who are leading who are leading the AL East at the moment as it is they're um, they're an uh, they're an American League leader in general them and the Mariners so pretty good win so yeah it was good the defeat however the day before not so hot um the bat the bats they seem to be a little bit streaky at the moment it's a li- it's a little bit concerning but the good news is is that it looks like we're going to end up with some players back by come the weekend um, and that may be that may be what changes things in our direction. You know, I actually like yes, we did drop three or four to Kansas City. That's not very good considering they're they're not supposed to be a contender this year. And even dropping that game to Boston, I know a lot of people weren't very happy about that because we're expected to be doing better than them. But I don't have a problem with losing to Eduardo Rodriguez. You know, he's a he's a pretty good pitcher. So. I don't really have a problem with that. We weren't as bad as people are saying. And then, hey, yesterday, good win, 6-3. Not bad at all. You know, the bats have been streaky so far. The only the only person who's really been super consistent is Vlad. But, you know, I think once Springer is back and uh, Tyler Chatwood, so the bullpen has less work, like a, a lighter workload, you know, I think we're heading in the right direction now. You, you you mentioned a couple of things there, and we'll we'll, we'll touch on them as we go. Um, Want to start off with the bullpen? It looks like we've added we've added another piece today. Do you want to tell us about it? Yes. Yeah, so today, for cash considerations, the Toronto Blue Jays acquired Jeremy Beasley from the Arizona Diamondbacks. I was looking at his numbers anymore. He's only pitched in um, a third of an inning, so it's not a big sample size at all. But He's only 25, and considering that almost half our pitching staff is injured, I I think it was a pretty good pickup. You know, I didn't see how much money we had to trade to acquire him, but it was probably under a million. He doesn't seem like uh, anything too special. But, you know, Pete Walker, obviously one of the best pitching coaches in the majors. So I, th- I can see Jeremy Beasley if we go down with a bunch of injuries again. I can see him being a decent little piece. You know, I like that trade. Yeah, I I think that they've seen that we had to go for somebody. He looked like he was available at the right price. So I th- I don't want to go too much into it because unless until we see him, we're not going to really know what he gets. One thing I will say is he's probably not going to be as bad as Tanner Rourke. No, see, I'd, I'd rather see this guy start over Tanner Rourke. And he, I'm pretty sure he's a relief pitcher. So, I mean... You know, anything to not see Tanner Rourke pitch, the more the merrier. No, I, I agree, I agree. Let's go back to last night's game. I have to say, 
Richards, their starter, was probably one of the funniest things I've seen in baseball in a long time. I, I, I don't know whether he'd been drinking or he'd been partying the night before. He was he was throwing that ball like like my dead grandmother would throw it. Like seriously, it was it, it, I, I don't know what was going on, but he had no command whatsoever. Uh, it, it was just it was just it was so erratic it, it could have been a wind up yeah he even he even looks like he's addicted to something that you probably shouldn't be taking <laughs> like that mustache is uh man it's weird to think how he looks in boston right now and how he'd look in new york i'll tell you that much. yeah it was uh, it, it was it was strange but what i was impressed with with the jays yesterday was that they jumped on him they jumped on him early and okay, they, did, they didn't add any runs after the second inning, but jump on it, jumping on him so early and giving us that lead, it basically set the tone for the rest of the game. Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. After that, the pitching, they gave up a few runs in the, the fourth and fifth, but that, that's not the end of the world. Like giving up two runs, I mean, that's still, that's pretty, that's a pretty quality outing if I say so myself. Yeah, what what was funny was when I predicted at the weekend, I predicted that we would win with Ryu and we would lose yesterday with the bullpen game. And it's funny how it's kind of worked the other way. The bats just didn't show up for Ryu, unfortunately. It just never really happened. I mean, yeah, good. So we did split the series with Boston, but what are you expecting to see from the Tampa series? It, it's, a, it's a double-edged sword, I think, because... I think we're expecting Teoscar to be back. Chatwood, Chatwood's going to be back in the pen. And of course, everyone's waiting for Springer to make his debut. Now, if Springer comes, let's just say they announce later today or tomorrow morning, Springer's back and he's going to play, he's going to play tomorrow. 99.999% recurring the Jays fans are going to think Springer's in. He's going to lead off. I think he's probably going to play DH. I don't think he's going to come back and play center field straight away, unless he's been he's been ready for the last few days and they know that he's okay and he can he can field with no problem. Um, I just think that the expectation from the fans is going to be Springer's in. The 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 order of the lineup more or less has set itself at the moment due to who's been playing and who hasn't. I think that we think that we go in there with a reasonable chance. Um, if Springer wasn't playing, I'd still think that that was the case. I I I really think at the moment it's really about who we're up against pitching wise. I think that that's. I think that that's been the key. Our pitchers have done okay. We know the ones who haven't, and they probably won't be starting. So it's a three-game series. I think it can go either way. It'll be 2-1 to us or 2-1 to them. I, I, it really depends on who shows up. They're saying Mats is obviously going to start, and it looks like Ryu's starting on Sunday. They'll be the two games that you'd be looking to take, considering what we've seen already from the pitching side. Yeah, and... Uh, you touched on Springer before and how he's probably just going to get some reps at DH. And yeah, I agree with that. And I also like what you said. I don't think immediately you should expect that much from George Springer. You know, obviously he's going to be better than Josh Palacios. And I'm I'm not trying to throw shade or anything, but 
just with his presence alone. But I see in his first month back, I don't if even if he's batting below like two seventy, I wouldn't worry about it. I he probably won't be good immediately just because like he's been dealing with injuries for the last couple months. But if you give him some time, then you know I think he'd be. I think he'll be fine after. I just, I wouldn't have immediate expectations for him. I don't want to rain on your parade, but I've predicted that he hits a home run in his first at bat. Oh, I, I totally, I could see that. <laughs> but after, after that, I don't think. And then, and then he's going to go over twenty-five. But whatever. Um, let's, let's hope that it's not the case. So, so just going back to yesterday, because obviously there was a lot of talk about Charlie changing the the lineup. Kevin obviously went to lead off. Simeon dropped down. I thought Kevin played okay yesterday. I think that he set the tone, especially in the first inning. Um, and it was good to see uh, Simeon get a couple of hits. Like, I think Bo, Vladdy, Randall, and Simeon, they all got two hits. You can't really ask for too much more. We had 10 hits in the game, scored six runs. But with the lineup as it was yesterday, I think, and this goes out to Kevin Biggio the Great, your mate, who asked me what do I think what do I think about him leading off? I gotta be honest, I thought that's what he should have been doing already. I felt like he should be leading off regardless. Um Does it happen when Springer comes back in? It's it's not gonna happen. So where does Kevin so where does Kevin bat? I think he bats ninth. I, I think he bat. I think he bats ninth, and I think that's that's where he's going to go. Do I want to see him lead off? Yes, but I don't think you do that unless unless Springer comes in and he has a stinker for three four weeks where he's not hitting. Then you maybe look at it again. But I think until that changes, they've brought him in to not only play centre field, but they've brought him in to lead off, and I think that's the way it's going to go. Yeah, I actually I like to take a Bijou batting ninth, and I've always liked this because. Obviously, signing Springer this offseason, we're expecting him to be our leadoff hitter. But I like Bijou at nine because, yes, he is better than some guys like Danny Jansen and like Josh Palacios. It's it's a waste. It, it's a waste, isn't it? When you get when you turn when you turn it over, you turn the lineup over, and then you've got Bo coming up. We're expecting Springer to do something, but you've got if you've got Springer, Bo, who's hitting really well at the moment. Then you've got Vladdy, who seems to be hitting everything or he's taking a walk. You want there to be someone on base. And you're right, at the moment with Danny Jansen, like, I don't I don't see that turning round. I, I, I can't see it. Um, I wouldn't even have Danny Jansen in at the moment. I've got to be honest, I think that I'd probably go with Kirk. Or I'd even rather see Gabriel Morano get a few reps at catcher over Danny Jansen. I just I can't stand him watch. I cannot stand watching him play. I I only want to see him catch or even play in general when Ryu is pitching because they have a great connection. Besides that, I, I'm fine with Kirk catching every game. You know I don't think Kirk is as bad of a defender as people say. I can tell he worked really hard on it. Uh, he, Robbie Ray loves throwing to him, so you know I, I just. I think it's time for Jansen to get less playing time. I think Kirk deserves more playing time. His bat's been coming around lately too. Like, it just—I don't know. I can't watch Danny Jansen anymore. 
Um, it, it's interesting. I got asked another question on Instagram today by Raps Jays, and he said, "Who do I think is going to turn around their slump?" So, out of all the slumping players, I think that you've got Jansen. Simeon's kind of been slumping, but he got two hits yesterday, so I'm not sure we can really use him. I think Guriel struggling, but I think there's signs there. So I'd probably go with Guriel with being the one that is, if anyone's he always starts off slowly. He always he always kind of comes good a bit further down. So I think my pick there would be Guriel, but as in regards to the catcher, I think I think you're right. I think anyone could catch at the moment like instead of Danny, like his his batting average is so bad at the moment. It's going to turn into a minus figure. Yeah, like I'd rather see Reese McGuire get a couple reps than I don't like Reese McGuire. He's a weird guy. Like, we, <laughs> we obviously know what happens, but you know, it's a lefty bat. He, he was, Reese McGuire is pretty good in 2019. Like, yeah, I'd rather see Reese McGuire catching Danny Jansen. And that's saying a lot considering who he is as a person. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know where that goes. Um, but I. Uh, I'm intrigued because I think I think that's the one thing. I think third is fine. Whoever's playing third, like Espinol's when he's come in, he's been good. I think he's yeah, probably Espinol is actually a pretty consistent hitter. Like he 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 is a defensive player. I'd rather see Espinol a catcher than Danny Jansen. There, I said it. Okay. You could, you're, you're allowed your opinion. I'm not going to. I'm not. Uh, I'm not, not going to censor you. Um, you asked me what I thought in regards to the Tampa Bay series. I think it's going to be the best series so far, and only because I think the hype, the hype around Springer, um, adds to it. I think it really adds to it. And I'm I'm assuming he I'm assuming he's going to play this weekend. I'd be very I'd be very surprised if he's not if he's not back. I know that Atkins said something, didn't he? I think yesterday that they're very close. You don't say that unless they're unless they're willing that they're going to start making changes. I'll be interested to see though when they call, when they call up Springer. Teoscar doesn't count because he's on the COVID list, doesn't he? So I think he just comes. He can, he can come back when any time. That's right. He just comes straight back in. But um, it, it'll be interesting to see who goes down. And I th- unfortunately, I think it's between Jonathan Davis and Josh Palacios because they're both they're both our like almost fifth outfielders. If because we have or no 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 right now they're our fourth outfielders, but like. Once Teo is going to be back soon, Springer's going to be back, and there's only room for one of them. And there might not even be room for them if Rowdy is starting to heat up, because then obviously he'll be the DH, and then um, we never then Randall will become the fourth outfielder. So there might not be room for any of them. So unfortunately, you know, I think tomorrow or whenever Springer's back, I think Jonathan Davis is the one that gets the call to AAA because, you know. He hasn't been very good at all. He made that bad base running mistake last week. And, you know, Palacios, he's been pretty good. You know, he had that forehead game. I like his defense, even though it wasn't – He made he's made a couple misplays. But, yeah, I think Jonathan Davis gets sent out tomorrow. Maybe just Santiago Espinal. Like, yeah, I, 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 think, I think because 
It's Springer and Teoscar. They're both outfielders. It's got to be one of Davis or Palacios. I think you're right. But I think Charlie's going to go with the experience there. I think I think Davis stays. I, I just... It's not... Um, it's not a case of anything else apart from he's got the more experience. I think that's all. I think that's all it is. He's also like he is a good pinch runner. I know his base running has been god awful this year, but it, it will obviously turn around. Base running isn't something you just forget how to do. No. How do you how do you see the series going? I I can. You know, I think the Jays will be riding a massive hype train and obviously Springer's back and he brings great energy to the clubhouse. So no bias here. I see the Blue Jays taking uh, two of the three games. And um, wait, do you know who's on the mound tomorrow? Because I have no... Oh, okay. So, so who's on the mound Saturday? Good question. I did see I did see this earlier today. It's, it's Matt. It's Matt's tomorrow. Ryu Sunday, and I can't remember who it was. Oh man! It'll probably be Robbie Ray. Oh, it might have been Robbie Ray. Yeah. Yeah, I see us. I see us winning the Mats game. I, he improves to four and zero on the season. I obviously see, see us winning the Ryu game. You can't really pick against Hyunjin Ryu, and um, you know, I could see us sweeping the series if Robbie Ray's on the mound because. Robbie Ray, when his stuff is good, it's great. But when his stuff is bad, it's really bad. So depends on what version of Robbie Ray we're getting. But I don't think he's going to walk six guys like he did against Kansas City. I think oh, that was horrific. Him. Yeah. How did he not give up a single run? Like, props to him. I sat there I sat there and watched the whole game, and I was like, how? How, how has he managed to get through this? First inning, second inning. Like... So six walks in five innings. Oh God! But our, our, our walks have been scary, though. We've we, we've walked so many batters since the season started, and we're into what game 17, 18, something like that. It's been it's been it's been quite worrying the amount of walks we've given up. Mm-hmm, definitely, the pitching hasn't looked too good, but obviously, see. I think people really give the Blue Jays pitching staff a lot of slack. I think the Blue Jays pitching staff is better than a lot of people think because, you know, there's a lot of hidden gems in our pitching staff, like Ryan Barucki. Nobody knows about Ryan Barucki. Rafael Dolis can be good, but obviously with the walk problem this season, Dolis definitely contributes to it. Um, it, When AJ Cole is up, and by the way, I'd love to see him get some more like playing time. He hasn't, I don't even think he's on the 40-man roster. AJ Cole is he's a great reliever. The, he's been good the four of the last five years. So like I think we have a very underrated pitching staff. And once everyone's back, like I think Chatwood will be back when Springer's back. I think the pitching staff will will start to heat up a bit because you know everyone will be back. We won't be throwing out like uh Tommy Malone, Joel Piamps, even though I actually like Piamps. But yeah. So, Zach, obviously you are part of the Jays in Six crew over on Instagram. You've got a podcast going yourself. Tell me a little bit about it and who you do it with. Um, so, Josh, who is Blue Jays Media, Adam, who is Kevin Bisha, the great he brought up earlier, and uh, then there's me. Uh, we've been, you know, we've been at it for a couple months now. We've been enjoying doing it. We it usually goes for 40 minutes to an hour. 
Uh, we've been getting a lot of guests on lately. I'm not because I'm there, but like as an outsider, I'd say give it a watch. You know, it's there's we talk about a lot of interesting topics. There's a lot of hot takes, predictions, uh, things Blue Jays fans I think would like. So if you check that out, that'd be great. We're on Instagram. We're gonna be expanding to other platforms like YouTube and TikTok sooner than later. I'd say in the next month or so. So yeah, if you could give us a follow, that'd be great. No worries, man. Well, look, it's um, a pleasure to have you on today. I know it was quite short notice, like literally 10 minutes. Um, but thanks for joining me today. Um, and hopefully we'll get you back on. Maybe we'll try and get you and the other guys back on at some point And we'll do a, a, a big, big podcast. Yeah, that'd be pretty awesome. Thanks for having me on. So don't forget, guys, we've got massive series coming up against Tampa Bay over the weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, we've both gone for two games to one. I don't know, maybe it might be a sweep, might be the first sweep of the season. That's just not, it's not a sweep to the, to the Rays, that's all. Um, don't forget to always hit us up all on the socials. Like, subscribe, follow over on YouTube. Don't forget to hit us up as well on Spotify, Apple Music, and anywhere else you consume your podcasts. And I'll catch you at the weekend for another edition of Jay's Talk with Jay.